Episode 28 of the Geek Heart Games Podcast. I am your host, Cody Tietrich, alongside my friend, Sam Suvak. Sam, how's it going? It's going all right. How are you doing, Cody? I'm pretty good. You have a really colorful blanket behind you, I just noticed. Yeah, so here's the thing. So this this chair is kind of like mesh, right? And so uh-huh. I'd noticed that Aloy, when she was sitting on it, I feel like sometimes she would be digging her claws into it. And I'm like, mm, this is not okay. Cause like I'd sit and like, like oh, I hear stitches Dude. like popping Dude. maybe. And I'm like, Mm-mm. so now when I get out of the chair, I have to like put the blanket down just to make sure that she Smart. doesn't like scratch up this chair. So that's, that's why it's there. there's the cat. There's a blanket. So. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you I mean, gotta. Smart thinking. Well, you know, yeah, I guess. I mean, maybe a smart person would like train the cat to not do such things, but. I mean, I haven't I mean, had a ton of luck. Cats are creatures of chaos, and they're going to do whatever they want. So, it's true. can you really train them? Like, Well, apparently I've trained her just from doing like the once a month where you put the flea ointment on her back. Um, mm-hmm. She flips out and hates that. And so, like, now every morning, like, when I'm getting ready to go to work, like I cannot pet her right before I go to work. She like freaks out and runs away because once a month she gets a thing on her back right before I go to work. So like she's uh... been trained to know about that. Um, although this time, this month, I tricked her. I was like, oh, it's it's the evening. It's afternoon. She's not going to know it hit her. Oh, my God. We got into a wrestling match. Like from now on, I have to like practically sit on her to like put it put it on her because she just like <laughs> goes. I don't know why she hates it so much. So it's it's an ordeal, but you know, you do what you got to do. Yeah, you don't want her to get fleas, so I do not, and I specifically don't want me to get fleas. So it's imperative that she not bring them in. So it's a very good point. Yeah, yeah. All right, Sam. Well, let's talk about some video games. So you played a new one that we've both been looking forward to, but you've gotten the most hands-on with it. So why don't you tell me about Strange Brigade? Okay. So we'd seen this one a while back, and it looked really cool because it's a shooter, and it can be a co-op, and it's set in, like, 1930s Egypt, and you're treasure hunters fighting, like, mummies and skeletons and stuff, and it has this real, like, fun British narrator who, it's just like, it seemed like it'd be a lot of fun, but it came out, like, just a couple weeks ago, and it was, like, a real awkward time, because, like... Divinity Original Original Sin 2 was coming out, and then followed the next week by Destiny 2 Forsaken, and then followed by Spider-Man. And so it's like, all these games are coming, and I was like, I don't I don't know if I should get this, because it just seems like... What, and also, when I first saw the trailers, I was like, this is probably going to be like a $40 game. I think that's, that's going to be fine. Turns out it's a $50 game. So I was like, yeah. oh, you know, I'm like, I don't know, what should I do? And like... It looks fun, but is it really going to be fun? And, like, do I want to spend that money and then find out that it's not as fun as I thought it was going to be? But then what happened was, last weekend was Labor Day weekend. And, you know, I was complaining because, like, I didn't have any fun new games to play. And I really wanted a fun new game to play over the long weekend. So I finally was just like, you know what? If it sucks, it sucks. But I'm just going to go ahead and get it because I want something to play. And I am so glad that I did get this game and that I got it when I did. Um, I had a ton of fun with it. So I haven't done any of the co-op yet. I've just been playing single player, but it's, I'm having a blast. 
So, although first thing, the thing that I was kind of worried about, I'm like, you know, it's a shooter, but what if I don't like the way the shooting is, you know, cause like I'm used to destiny yeah. and the shooting feels great in destiny. So I start out playing strange brigade and I'm like, Oh hell, this shooting's, this shooting's not fun. It's not like destiny at all. It has <laughs> little to no aim assist, I would say. And it's just like, man, you're just like spraying and praying as they say. Um, so you, you, there's four characters you can choose to play as, and you get two guns for each, um, and then a grenade and then a special ability. And so I had just like a regular pistol with unlimited ammo. And then I had a, like an assault rifle machine gun. Um, and like, I was paranoid at first. I was like, I don't want to use my assault rifle cause I don't want to run out of bullets. So I was trying to like use my pistol and it like takes me forever to like get my aim on someone before I could shoot him. And then it takes like three or four shots to get a, a skeleton down. Um, but like, it was still fun. Um, mm -hmm. this, this narrator guy, he really makes it really fun. Uh, he's kind of snarky. Um, I'll get into more about him later, but anyway, uh, I eventually got switched over to like a more of a hunting rifle where it's just one shot and then it automatically reloads. Um, and so like, but it's super powerful. So it might take me a little bit longer to get my aim, but usually like one shot will kill, will kill the simple skeletons. So I'm like, this is, this is my gun. Like I found the one that works for me. So like, I really started enjoying that. Um, and so you go with like, there's some enemies doing around doing stuff. Uh, but then usually you get to an area and you'll, you can explore it first and then you'll trigger something. And that's when like a horde of enemies comes and you just have to like kill all of them before you can progress. And pretty much like almost every time the horde gets triggered and like all these things come at me, I start freaking out and I'm like, this is too much. Like, there's no way I'm going to be able to survive this. This is horrible. I'm not going to make it. And then like every time I find a way to make it, um, cause you, you have an awesome, uh, combat role to help you dodge stuff too so that comes in super handy um but yeah it's it's been a blast you've you've got um i am playing as i forgot to write down her name but she's kind of uh she's like an african tribal woman like mm -hmm. maybe into some type of tribal magic um and so her super ability is she just like kind of does this like big like explosion around her and kind of clears the area around her which i think is the best one uh, to be fair i've only played as one other character and his was like he launches like a a volley of scarab beetles to attack enemies but you kind of have to have directional control on that which when you're in a panic and need to use your super, I'm not good yeah. at aiming that. So, so he was a no-go. There's one where you can like, I guess you grab an enemy and like wrap them up in a mummy and then like throw them at other enemies and they explode, which I haven't tried that one yet. And then I don't remember what the fourth character's ultimate is. Um, but yeah, so my I've found that like, pretty much you're never going to run out of ammo. Like that was a, a needless worry for me because there are always uh, unlimited ammo stashes where you can just go and pick up more ammo. Um, mm -hmm. As you're killing enemies, you get gold and there'll be these chests where you can go buy to open the chest and there'll be a weapon in there. And so you can get like a, like a scatter shotgun. You can get like a sniper rifle, um, just different types of guns that are pretty cool they've got a certain amount of ammo and that ammo doesn't ever refill. So you've just got the gun uh -huh. for as long as that ammo lasts. Yeah. And then 
I mean, that chest is still there. So, like, you bought your gun and you got it and use it, then you can go back and buy another one. So, if you're in the middle of a battle, you can always go back and... And what I like to do, here's the trick, you guys. So, before the battle starts, you go, you buy your gun, you get it out. Then you go ahead and you buy another gun to get the chest open. So, then the gun's ready there waiting for you. So, then you just have to, like, pick up the gun. You don't have to, like, go through buying and open the chest again. Um, Fun fact, when you're at the ammo stop filling up your ammo you are briefly invincible. So, like, if, an- if everyone's chasing you and you're like, I need ammo! So you stop and get it, and, like, they can't, they don't hurt you while you're getting your ammo. So that's great. Um, I've had a lot of trouble finding health potions because those are the only ways to get your health back. Um, sometimes I feel like they're there and I just don't see them very well because, you know, my eyesight, and I'm so far from the TV, it's just like, eh. Um, but so you've got your health bar, which is like this half circle in blue. And then you've got like this little section in red. And like, when you get into the red, you're like in the serious danger zone. And like, if you get attacked there, like it'll go down a little bit. And like that red bar will refill. So just a little bit, but then it'll never automatically refill after that. Um, turns out you get a trophy for spending 20 minutes at very low health. Got that one pretty quick because um, I spend a nice. lot of time at very low health. But the cool thing about this game is, like, even though I'm in that red zone for like a very long time, like I don't die. Like I've only died once or twice, and it was just from boss fights. But like, just even with the the horde, as long as you're like dodging and running away and like resetting yourself, uh, you can survive with very little health. So that's cool. Um, There are tons of environmental traps that you can trigger to help you take stuff out. Like you shoot something, this thing comes up and like these like propeller blades chop people up. There's fire traps you can do. I set myself on fire sometimes a lot. It happens. Um, (laughs) Oh, and then there's puzzles too. And so like there's lots of hidden crypts where you have to like find a secret code to unlock the door. Or you'll find a room where it's like, it's got these panels. And you know how like there's those puzzles where it's like pipe pieces and you have to turn the pipes the right way to get the thing to go from point A to point B? Those ones are super easy. I'm super into those puzzles because I can always get those just fine. (laughs) Um, I like that they have puzzles like that that are kind of easy because then I feel like I'm doing a good job. There are definitely some that like I just can't figure out and I've missed so much stuff um, because like I never found where like the code was to open the room or something. So there's a lot more like in-depth investigating you can do that I just haven't done. Um, There's, there are these collectibles that are little cat statues and it took me way too long to figure this out. But like sometimes I'd be walking in an area and I'd hear this cat going, meow. And I'm like, what's that noise? Why is there like cat noises like in this this game? I don't know. But it turns out when you're close to a cat statue, you'll hear the little cat yell. So that's like your warning, like, oh, let me stop and look around and find where the cat statue is. So I was I've been doing a lot better getting those cat statues once I figured that out. Um, so that was cool. Um the narrator says, like, real snarky things about these cats sometimes. I don't... I, I was going to write some of this down. I forgot some of his good one-liners. Um, but, yeah, he's got he's got some fun sarcasm, and, like, he'll give you hints sometimes. It's so, like, I, there was this one thing where I was trying to get this... Like, I you have to stand on a thing to light up a thing and do whatever to get this, this way open. Um, but, like, as soon as you get off the thing, it goes back up, so you need something to, like, hold it down. You know, that kind of 
puzzle mechanic. And like, I couldn't yeah. figure out what to do. And he starts talking. He's like, heavens above. I don't know how you'll ever figure this out. Heavens above. And I look above me and like, that's the thing that I need to shoot. I was like, oh, thank you, narrator, dude. That was really cool. Um, and then like, there's this, your lady at home base who talks to you sometimes on the radio she was talking to me one time and she's like, yes, you need to be careful. They have these deviously hidden traps that you'll probably never be able to see. And like at the same time, like right next to you, there are these huge like axes swinging on the on the ground that are like a big trap. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, those hidden traps. Um, but it's just got so much so, personality. Go ahead. Uh, so are you playing just the horde mode uh, or are you doing the story? No, I've been doing the story. Um, okay. and I've been having a lot of fun with it. Uh, I did try the horde mode once just to see what it was like. And that was, again, as soon as that started, I was like, dude, this is too many enemies. Like, there's no way I'm going to be able to get through this. I managed to get to wave six of horde mode. And this nice. one's cool. Like there's like, after you get enough, cause you start out, you start out with just your pistol and I think a grenade, uh -huh. and then you have to get gold through the first round and then between rounds, there's a chest where you can buy weapons. And so you can get your secondary weapon, and then later you can get the heavier weapons. Um, so it's like Killing Floor 2 in a way. Yeah, yes, pretty much. Um, there's also like, there was this room that you could unlock. And so I saved up my money to go see what was in there. And it had a couple chests with, I don't know what was in the chests, uh, but then it had three healing potions. And I was like, thank God. Oh, so like I'd get injured and I'd like run in there and grab my healing potion. Um, and those things would refresh so I could keep running in there. Um, I was, uh, it was real tough in that sixth wave. I was like, I don't know, a couple times in the horde mode, I was like, I think I'm just going to quit. This is too much. But then I was like, well, let's just see how far I can go. And I was like, I, there were a lot of big boss enemy type, not full bosses, mini bosses that were um, in that sixth wave. And like, I just kind of, I feel like reached a turning point where I'm like, okay, I think I'm going to be able to beat this wave. Cody, do you know what happened? What happened? If you, if you know me, you could probably guess that just when I thought I had it all worked out, did a combat roll, rolled off the edge of the map, died. I didn't even know you could walk off the edge of the map and die in this game because the story mode doesn't let you do that. Uh, but apparently... Sam, you have uh, <laughs> impeccable facial awareness. I know. Well, I mean, I don't think it's fair for the story mode to, like, have set boundaries where it doesn't let you roll off things that you're not supposed to. And then all of a sudden, in horde mode, you can, like, roll off an edge. It's like, what? So I, I lost my life in the, in the sixth wave, and I was just like, man, I was, I was doing really good. So I was pretty disappointed in that. But, all right. But anyway. Did you choose to go into the horde mode by yourself, or was there, like, a multiplayer option? Uh... Like, you could have queued with random people i feel like you probably could have queued with random people but i you just wanted to be a antisocial person yeah yeah because like you can set up your story mode too to let people come join your game but i was like no i don't want to really okay. um, and you know because i thought like we talked about like this would be a fun game to play together and i do think that it would mm -hmm. be but i'm having a lot of fun playing by myself and like i feel like even if, like, you get it, I'll probably still want to, like, finish it by myself just because... Oh, okay. All right. Whatever, man. Whatever. I'll play it again with you if you get it. But, yeah, like, okay. I can, like, take things at my own pace. And, like, if it takes me a while to figure something out, like, I don't feel stupid, you know? Because, like, you f don't cry. Like, do, 
don't you ever feel like you're pressured if you're with somebody else and you're like, oh, I need to figure this out. And like, you know, we need to get this done. Whereas if you're by yourself, it can take you like 20 minutes. and You're like, this is OK. I'm just me like exploring everything. Yeah, and like, saying. you know, so I'm like, you know, I'm fine with that. And uh, so, yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. I highly recommend it. I am so glad that I got it and played it before forsaken and spider-man because like all this stuff that's happening getting all hyped for that i'm like I, yeah. it's gonna be hard to go back to it but like i i love it and i'm having a great time so i'm definitely going to go back to it but like i if i'd had that those games first like i don't know if i would have made the investment to even buy it mm-hmm. but uh it's definitely a lot of fun and i highly recommend it and the shooting i mean you get used to it you find the gun that's good for you and you work on getting your aim better and it's fine <laughs> so <laughs> Alright, that's good. I'm glad you're having fun. Yeah. That was Strange Brigade. Yeah. It's uh, $50. $50. It's so a little bit cheaper than a regular press game. Yeah. Pretty fun. That's fun. Alright. We should really just title this episode Geek Heart Destiny because we're about to get into the meat and potatoes. Uh, well, do you know what? Actually, I've already decided what the name of this episode is going to be. Um, oh, what is it? It's going to be 4K'd. So. A woman after my own heart. All right. Yep. So, yeah, this past Tuesday, uh, Destiny Forsaken has dropped. We've played the story. Um, I have finished the campaign. Sam, you were still playing through it. Yeah. Um, I mean, I went pretty hardcore. (laughs) That's what she said? Uh, Okay. You know what? You know what? Um, Kate would have liked that uh, joke. Kate would have liked that joke, yes. Um. I think we're going to do non-spoiler stuff and then we'll get into some spoilers, just very light ones, nothing too heavy. We'll probably do like a, in a couple of weeks, we'll sit down and be like, okay, yeah. like, what do we overall think about it? Mm-hmm. Um, so Sam, where were your, you just talked a bunch. Yeah, I, I just talked, talked a bunch. Talked. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I have been super excited for this. Like, I was like, this is it. Like, this is like, we're going to have stuff to do all the time. I wasn't ready for stuff to do all the time, apparently, because <laughs> there is a lot. And I'm not complaining. I, I'm happy. Like, I'm glad it's not like I'm at the end of day one and I'm like, well, I guess I got to wait till next week to, for a reset because mm-hmm. now I'm done. Like, I'm glad, like, I have not even scratched the surface of what's to do in this game yet. I think the story they told is really good. Um, I think it is... It's a revenge tale, but it also has some deeper meanings towards the end. And I, I'm looking forward to when you get there, Sam, because you're going to be like, what? Um, <laughs> it's I don't think it's my favorite story so far. I think I really liked the story of base Destiny 2 and then like mm-hmm. Rise of Iron for Destiny 1 was like the story I came into. And like so that was like the pinnacle for me. Um, but it is a very good story. Like, it's only been out three days, and like when we're recording this, and it is so worth the forty dollars. Like, it's amazing. It's worth, uh, it's worth the eighty dollars if you buy it on two platforms. Just saying. Yeah, you, I mean, yeah, if you do that, Sam. If you're a crazy person. Um, <laughs> so what did you, what did you think, Sam? Overall. Oh my god! I was like, oh, I've I've fallen in love with Destiny again. We had a we had a one week <laughs> kind of 
you know, we had a, we had an, we had a disagreement. We weren't seeing eye to eye. Um, but yeah, it, it totally brought me back and reminded me why I love this so much. And to be fair though, that disagreement, I've kind of started to echo some of your stuff. Yeah. Although now I'm just like, I made a decision today. I just don't care about year one guns anymore. I'm just going to worry about my year two stuff. Yeah. It doesn't take as much infusion cost. Because, yeah. yes, yeah, so, like I wasn't expecting like masterwork cores to be included in that. Yeah. And those were hard to come by even like year one of Destiny 2. Um, although there is a thing you unlock towards the end of the story that lets you start getting those more often um i feel like i don't i don't know how many i had before like i feel like i had just enough to do i could have done a masterwork before the update um so -hmm. is that like 10 maybe for like a weapon yeah that's what it was um and you you only got like between one and three if you dismantle a masterwork weapon so okay well, maybe I've been, yeah. I don't know what I've been doing, but I had like over 40 masterwork cores. So I've had like a ton yeah, of masterwork I, cores. Um, I had about 90 and I was just like, ooh. Uh, yeah. um, but I, I like was waiting to do infusion until like I got yeah. way further in the story. Cause I it's, like, it's, uh, it's this weird balance. Cause like, you know, you have your stuff, like I've got these Karnstein armulets, armlets that when I melee someone, I get a big chunk of health back. And so those are really useful for me when I get myself into a little fix, you know? Um, and so like, I want to level that up, but like, you know, I, I kind of want to get something that's like at least 50 light higher before I do an infusion, just because, I mean, I'm going to keep leveling up until I get to like 500 or so. So I'm still bummed about the resources and the infusion, mm-hmm. I did get really excited because I was visiting someone in the reef and I was able to buy resources from that person. And I was like, fuck yeah. So then I went to some other planets. Like I was just visiting Asher Mir on IO today. I'm like, Hey, can I buy some resources? No, can't buy resources from him. So I'm like, I don't know like who, if like some of them you can buy resources and some of them you can't, or if it's just a reef thing. Um, I think it's just the thing with the guy in the reef. Um, and I wonder if his like if his inventory changes to like one day you can buy the phase glass and the next day you can buy like the dusk light, whatever. I don't know, maybe. Um, but yeah, when okay. his stuff is there, I'm going to stock up on resources because fuck resources and fuck the infusion. <laughs> but it's fine. I've oh. been infusing stuff because like I want my stuff to be better. Um, for the record, I played another match of Crucible. I still hate Crucible. That's fine. Um, but like... We'll talk about that because uh, I got some stuff. Okay, okay. Um, part of what I like so much about this story is it just seems to have a really strong horror vibe, which I know some of Destiny has kind of been kind of like that before. You're down in like dark, dank caverns and like the 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 thrall from the hive, like those stuff look kind of zombie-like and stuff, but there's just something a little bit more about this one. There are new enemies. Um, there are these spider-like creatures, which Cody, how do you like those spider-like creatures? They're annoying because they explode. <laughs> well, yes. And they're fucking bastards. And they look like spiders. So. That too. But yeah, so those will swarm you. Like you're in dark areas a lot. There's a lot of like fire stuff going on. I don't know, part of it's probably just the music, too, and just it sets this ambiance that really gives me a horror vibe, which I I love. I'm having a great time with that. Um, And then also, 
there's something about this that kind of makes me think like this storyline is like the Rogue One of Star Wars. Like this is to Destiny what that is because like I feel like I feel like we're dealing with like the seedy underbelly right now. Yeah, and, like, I mean, yeah, we're we are kind of compromising maybe what we might want to do to like help criminals in quotations uh mm-hmm. to to further our goals to to get our objectives so like we're not the knight in shining armor that we're we're used to being and i think that's awesome i think it's really cool um, yeah, there's um a line it's one of the last lines said in the story campaign i won't say it um but after it's said it makes you rethink everything you have done and like it's really good like it's like whoa like what um my mind is going places i'm making i'm making ideas and i'm getting real excited about what it's what's happening here so um it's a yeah it's definitely darker like it's definitely a darker tone than usual like and darker in like like a a serious dark way like Mm -hmm. because it's gone dark like with the taken king and like war mine was like doing with the hive and stuff but like this is in a serious and darker tone like this is the first like kind of i won't go there yet almost almost a spoiler out there we won't do that one yet um but it's more serious tone than what the destiny kind of universe is used to because like you know your ghost is usually there making jokes and stuff and like i honestly don't remember him making any jokes this time around so it's like oh this is different um he makes some i think he makes some jokes but like it's not like constant like because like yeah. in destiny 2 like year one it was quip after quip after quip yeah. like he was there as a comical relief kind of character and ghost is not as much like that um he's definitely right there with you being like man this really sucks mm-hmm. oh man uh i love the reef i think it's really beautiful i think it's got so many elements to it oh my god i just because I remember, like, the first time you go in your ship and you're flying towards the reef and you see what that backdrop is. Because you always see, like, the planet you're coming to. And yeah. the reef just, it's this purple and, like, all this stuff going on. And it looks so gorgeous. And then there's, like, a slightly different scene when you are in your ship and you're leaving the reef. And it just, it looks so gorgeous. Like, the reef is yeah, my favorite good. place to do ship travel to now because it just looks so great. Do you have anything else, like, non-spoilery? talk about um i feel like i'm ready to get into some light spoilers light spoilers um, we're not we're not covering anything story-wise outside of like what you saw in the, trailer. in the trailers yeah yeah so if you are trying to stick clear of anything and anything get out of here now if you have mm-hmm. seen any of the trailers you're safe we're moving into spoilers in three two one holy shit that moment with Aldrin and Cade was amazing. Yeah, yeah. Um, I didn't know how I was gonna react when I first saw it because, like, mm-hmm. I've seen it in all the trailers, and like, you see, like, they released the video last week. It's like the last stand of the gunslinger, and you see him like fighting off like all these bad guys, and you're like, okay, all right. Which would you guess? That was like the most fucking badass fight ever. Cade was kicking ass. He was doing so many cool moves. He killed somebody with his horn. Oh my god, it was was amazing. And just like when he would like, he you know he's getting like 
encumbered by all these guys and then he just like pops up and he's got his glowing because he's got his his golden gun out and it just oh he was so amazing and i guess he did the new super is his new super where he can throw knives yeah the throwing, the throwing knives oh the, and you just the, the blade barrage is what it's called okay um but just seeing him name. fighting off wave after wave of enemies it was so great oh my god yeah which I hadn't seen uh, that that tra- I didn't watch yeah. that trailer, so that was my first time to see it, and I was like, "Oh boy, it's great." Um, but I will say, don't don't take everything for face value that you see in the trailers because they make it seem like certain. It's like one of those movie things where like you think a certain character is saying a line, mm-hmm. but it's actually a different character, okay. and you're like, "Oh shit, okay, cool." Um, I need to go watch the trailer now and see what that was about. <laughs> yeah like uh there's a a small like not spoilery thing we'll talk about um in a second uh but yeah like i was like going into that first mission i was like all right like you know it's gonna happen but like they really do send kate off in such a way like he goes down a hero like he's doing everything yeah um and like I thought I was going to be really bothered by Nolan North for pacing Nathan Fillion yeah. for this, but no, Nolan North did an amazing job. Like, he did. Very good props that, he, that like, there were moments where I couldn't even tell the difference. Yeah. That's how good he did, a job yeah. he did. I, I thought about it at the very first scene. I was like, oh, this is where Nolan North is doing it. And then I completely forgot about it for the whole rest of the mission until, like, way past it. I was like, oh, yeah, that was somebody else. So he did a really good uh, job. Yes, he did a really good job. Uh, and like, I was just waiting for, like ghost in him to interact but then like your ghost <laughs> is kind of very quiet in that first mission yeah. um so the scene from the trailer last week that like brought some tears to my eyes uh-huh. and like i was like all right i'm good i know it's coming up like i know it's it's good and then when he's like ace i'm coming home oh, and God. uh yeah there's like a storyline that's been going on in the background of destiny 2 where like if you were doing his uh secret caches if you went and got those every week you keep finding notes and he Cade was writing to his son K or son Ace this entire time. And like in the notes, he's like it's like one of the last notes you can get if you had done all the caches like through Warmind. It's like, I'll be honest with you, I don't even know if you're really my son Ace, but like your name was next to uh me when I woke up. So I've been writing to you and like I'm like so in the thing where he's fighting and it's in the trailer and he's like, I'm coming home, Ace. I was just like, nope, nope, nope. Just flowing tears. Um, oh, I'm getting choked up. Like, I didn't, I never yeah. got any of this. I never knew any of that. Oh, my yeah. God. That's amazing. Um, because you would think, like, he's got the Ace of Spades gun. Yeah. So you think, like, he's talking to the gun, kind of. But, like, no, there's a bigger meaning to it. And that's, like, he's saying he's going home to his son. And, like... Man, when Aldrin pulls that trigger and like it fades to black, I got super pissed. I was like, "Mother <laughs> But yeah, like, and there is stuff that is said between you and Kade, like after the gunshot happens, like mm-hmm. you actually show up, um, and like, that's really emotional. And like, I was like, "God damn it, you, you yeah. fucking got me, Destiny!" Like, good lord. Um, yeah. and then like the aftermath of that has been shown in some trailers where you see Ikora and Zavala talking to each other and 
So you, what is, what character, you put it on your uh, warlock? Yeah. So you have a human yeah. female, correct? Yeah. So what was the voice acting like for that for you? Because I have all EXO males, and I was like, <laughs> well, I'm, I'm uh, like not 100% on this, but I'm pretty sure, I just like robots, like, <laughs> I like the EXOs. Okay. Um, I'm pretty sure that they got the same voice actor from Destiny 1 oh, okay. to do the voice this time for exos that makes sense and i was like oh cool because i know matthew mercer does the human males but what was the voice acting like for you i mean i don't know it was a woman um it sounded good um i played it again um on the pc and i'm an awoken female and she was a little bit more high-pitched i didn't enjoy her voice as much as my human Uh warlock so um but yeah so that was exciting like I mean, I don't remember much of Destiny 1, so I don't remember my Guardian talking. Um, so this was exciting, because, like, for all of Destiny 2, like, we've never spoken before. And, like, yeah. w- once we do, it's, like, it's really powerful. Okay, all right, well, let's go back. Because I never watched any of the videos on Twitter. Um, I just read the text that was Ikora saying, you know, every warlock, every titan, every hunter were storming the reef. And I was like, this sounds so badass. We're going to be like just an army attacking the reef. And then it's like, oh, no, that's not what's happening. Like, no, nope. Zavala, nope, shut that all. down. And I'm like, did the, did the, do all oh. of this, does all the marketing like imply that there's an army going to the reef? Kind of. Because like they do, like they use that Ikora like, yeah. quote a lot in like all the marketing like any promoted tweet on twitter i see uh, from destiny is that is those words it's so misleading but that's awesome um but yeah so zavala says he i refuse to bury any more friends and that's when your guardian speaks up and says you won't have to Aldrin Sov is mine. And I was like, oh my god, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, it's so cool. Yeah. Well, and oh. I just also have to say, when you first start the mission, there's this cutscene where you are walking in with Cade to the prison, and I was like, damn, I look good. I'm wearing my solstice armor. First time ever I've had, like, matching armor and made my guardian look good, and I'm like, so thankful that, like, I was looking good for that, because, like, that was, like, a powerful scene. And I was dressed to the nine, so I was like, yeah, that made me feel good about myself. Yeah, I was, I like that, because, like, I, so my Solstice gear, I, like, modeled it after the green Power Ranger. Oh, yeah. Um, And so when I landed, I was like, fuck yeah, I look good. <laughs> yeah, oh, man, that felt um, good. My PC character has crap-ass armor, so she did not look good in that <laughs> scene. I was like, oh, I'm so embarrassed right now. So, um, so like, it's not even spoilery. It's just something that's like, uh, it's said in, in one of the trailers, and you think it's another character. Um, but like one small thing that resonated really well with me was like how they showed people in the tower, like right afterwards. And this is what we'll cut off spoilers. Um, is like so you, after you know, Oldrasov is mine, and you leave. Like you're teleported back to the tower. And, like, you can go talk to Tess, and, like, Tess is like, hey, I'm sorry, like, take this to, like, feel better. And, like, this is how you're introduced to the Eververse for Season 4. And Banshee has, like, a thing on his head, and, like, you walk up to him, and, like, the character of Banshee is really interesting to me, because, so, the number after every XO is how many times they've been rebooted, and, like, 
they're not supposed to reboot reboot it past like 10 or 12 um so like after that it gets very bad so like same 14 was like i think it's not 10 or 12 like maybe 20 i think is the max so banshee is banshee 44 so you can obviously tell that's going bad for him but like it meant a lot that like even though he is like this supposed to be this old decrepit like almost like having alzheimer's he remembered Cade in this moment mm-hmm. and like he is the one who says from the trailer like uh you gotta promise me something Aldrin Sav put him in the ground and like I was like fuck yeah Banshee I got you yeah. like I was like damn it god it's so cool um so question like, about these reboots what is like rebooting an XO mean like you just have to like back them up to a point where they didn't crash so if that's i feel like there's a backup of Kane six somewhere and he just needs to get some new body parts and he's gonna be fine he just comes back as Kane seven i'm like what i don't understand the problem here well, he's an exo the issue is he uh his ghost is gone yeah so like that that was like powering him a little bit and then he was shot he was shot in the chest, so like. Okay, but chest means very little when you're a robot. You can put stuff wherever good point. you want. So I feel like, um, like he just wouldn't remember anything that had happened since his last backup. I feel, but I feel like he could yeah. come back. I mean, he probably could, but like obviously, like right now we're like you know, well, yeah, we're all 4K. Yeah. Okay, but also um, my other brilliant theory that I've come up with, um, the Infinite Forest. There's a lot of shit going on in there infinite opportunities infinite copies of people living different existences there's a cade six in there they just pop them out okay it's a new cade six it's a good point it's a very good point i don't know if they'll do that i don't think they will but i briefly considered suggesting that for two guardians i'm like let's bring my warlock back i like playing as her let's just <laughs> pop her out of the infinite forest it'll be fine um, <laughs> so real quick I just want to talk about, like, this, like, kind of, not character assassination of Zavala, but, like, just this, like, because it happened, it was going on during Warmind. I feel like they just don't have a direction for Zavala. Like, they very clearly have a direction for Ikora, and they had a direction for Cade, and, like, it's, it it reached its climax. But, like. That's what she said. um, Why? Because Cade would have liked that joke. Yes, good point. Um. The character Zavala has just, like, lost, like, yes, he's supposed to be about the city and protecting guardians, protecting the people, and, like, but, like, this is, like, your best friend, yeah. and he was just murdered, and you're like, oh, no, no, we can't do anything, no, no, and then, like, he, like, kind of chastises you for choosing to go out to the reef. Like, he's kind of like, I wish you wouldn't do that, but, I mean, hey, whatever. Um, and, like, what if I don't like it? What if we get to the end of this thing, the end of Destiny Two? Turns out Zavala has been a scroll this whole time. At this point, I wouldn't be fucking shocked. Cause like, <laughs> good lord, like I just don't, I don't like it. Um, I mean, you like just, it's, whole, it's like, dramatic storytelling. You have to have someone make yeah. bad decisions in order to let the story be what you want. Where we go fight the reef on our own. It's just, you know, yeah, I guess so. He's taking one for the I team. Also, 
would have really liked if Shax had made comment. And like, I'm looking forward to when Lord Saladin shows up again because mm -hmm. he always has a comment on something that's going on in the current thing. So I'm looking forward to see what he says. Yeah. Um, is there anything else story-wise you want to talk about, Sam? I mean, there's one thing that I wanted to say about the Barons, but if I'm not allowed to, because it's like... It's not even like a spoiler. People know the names of the barons, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, like some of them, I'm pretty sure. I just want to say the trickster lives up to her name and I oh, enjoyed it yeah. very much. It was very yeah. fun. I like that. I so like, far, uh, she's my favorite. Yeah, a lot of the barons fights were really good. Um, yeah. That's they, not like a spoiler, right? Clearly, you're going to fight the barons. Yeah. Like, they they were going to be like, oh, no. They give them very unique personalities and like yeah. weird little quirks and stuff that make them very interesting. Some of them anyway. I haven't fought all of them. so. Um, yeah, I have a, quite a few fights that when we can talk later uh, a couple weeks about like full spoilers, like I'm going to like rave about because I love them. Yeah. Um, so I did try Crucible game because uh -huh. we should also say with Forsaken came possibly the funnest weapon of all time, the bow. Yes. Good it's, lord. It's so good. And they give you one very quickly. They're like, hey, here you go. Go have fun. Fun fact, I got mine even sooner. After the first mission, when oh. we went back to the tower, I talked to Banshee, oh, traded yeah. some stuff in. I got a bow. I was like, fuck yeah, let's go try this bad boy out. Actually, nice. to be honest, I wasn't excited. I was not excited about this bow. I was like, I'm fine. I've got guns I like whatever you know and then i started playing with it i was like holy shit this is fantastic yeah. um the um, aim assist on that bow is like out of this so world fucking strong like like destiny guns are great regardless but it feels very natural like this thing like i've like i can see it sometimes it's like nope it jerks me over so that like it's on the head i'm like okay well, yes let's do that thank you sir <laughs> so it's it's great you feel like such a badass with that bow uh yeah, and so, like, the bow is just really good. And I was like, oh, I wonder how this does in, like, Crucible. Mm -hmm. And, like, that aim assist is still there. Because I was thinking some people in the head and getting... If you hit them twice, uh, with the bow they give you, it's got an explosive tip. That's what um, she said. God damn it. I, the second I said it, I was like, uh... <laughs> um, so, if... You hit someone in the head, it explodes, and, like, it's a two-shot in Crucible currently. And, like, that was really fun to use. The issue was my entire team left, so it was just me versus five people. But I will say I put up a fight, and the end score, after 10 minutes, was 22 to 14. I felt pretty good about myself. That's awesome! I was fucking destroying those kids. They were, they, they were salty, I'm sure. What kind of assholes leave you to be the only one know. in the match I didn't know so what, they up. didn't put anybody in with me and i was like this this is <laughs> what the fuck that's yeah, awesome man you kicked some ass it though. was day one i'm sure there were some problems yeah. um, um let me say that's awesome for you but i mean even with the aim assist you got to have more skills than i have because i i took that bow into crucible mm -mm, no it was a no-go no. didn't get any kills so um uh. I'm really looking forward to, I want to get, it's called the Trinity Ghoul, and it's uh, after you get a precision kill, um, the next arrow you shoot will chain lightning Ooh. to enemies around it, and it shoots technically three arrows at one time, so like, 
if you're not like zoomed down, like you can shoot three arrows and it'll go out like this. And I was just like, ooh, this looks so That's cool. That's cool. Um, so I'm looking forward to that. I want to get that one. Uh, we should say it's it's not like confirmed, but it's being reported that like exotics are not dropping as often lately. Like no one's like like people are getting them, but not as readily as they were before. I, yeah, I haven't gotten any. Yeah, I yeah. But I've um, barely gotten legendary, so um, I'm not I'm um, not there yet. I'm at like 450 light, I think. So like one comment on infusion, I will say is like so in the it currently with Forsaken the like hard cap like just a max is 600 but like to get there is a grind the soft cap which is where like blues will just stop going any higher um unless like you're like in like the 550 range um is 500 so like i was like i'm not infusing until i get to 500 yeah like it's just so like once i get 500 i infuse like a 505 weapon into the bow mm-hmm. so i can use it because i i'm having a blast the bow um I, I already infused that bow once because I'm like, no, nah, I need to keep that bad boy going. Yeah, <laughs> so. yeah. I mean, it's fun. So yeah, it's definitely, and it's very weird to go back to wearing like all blues for a little yeah. bit. Like I'm starting to get legendaries yeah. um, now, but it's very weird to go back to all blues. Yeah, my days of um, matching and looking good are over until until I can get to a good spot and reinfuse all my solstice gear again. Oh yeah, good point. Um. And then the so I don't know if you've been paying attention to the random rolls on weapons at all. Like no, no. no. I I kind of um because like I know like in my head like okay like kill clip is a good perk to have rampage is a good perk to have like these weapons it's like where if you get a kill mm-hmm. and reload or just so you get a kill with rampage like you do more damage. Um, but like. I feel like they've added a lot of new perks to guns. Like, there's one called Rangefinder. I don't even know what the fuck that did until I looked it up. Like, I was like, I don't know what this is. Um, it's do. where if you aim down, if you aim down sights, uh, you get better range. Um, okay. But yeah, uh, I, I so earlier today I got on just because I was like, oh, I need to turn in like my tokens to like Zavala, and like I had like a thousand Crucible tokens I've been saving. Dang. Um, and so I was turning in, and I got, like, seven better devils. And, like, six of them, I think, were the same, like, st- like same perks on them. So I was like, hey, maybe the random rolls aren't working as that's, well as they should be. That's if I'm not, getting the same. That's horrible. Um, There's no excuse well, I mean, it's, for that. Out of the, th- I, it's always 20 to level up him. So, like, out of, I had 1,000 crucible, so... I do not care. You should not get that many things of the same gun yeah, I like right in one instance. the better devils. I like better devils is pretty good. Anchor. Do you like it, like, um, for seven freaking guns in your in your inventory? No. Had I gotten, like, a quote-unquote god roll, sure. What's the but god roll? I, had, I don't know. I guess, like, fast reload and rampage, I guess. You don't seem Those to would be the perks I want. Stuff. I don't whatever uh, i'm not paying attention to it right now once like i'm sure if i'm higher level <laughs> like i'll be like yeah you know i want a good roll in this yeah um i will say like armor rolls are so weird to me because like you get some armor that's like oh rocket launchers and sidearms are the benefits of this armor piece to wear and i'm like what if i don't have one of those i don't even use sidearms i use sidearms for like five seconds like what yeah um but yeah Overall, though, I am enjoying it. Um, 
I think the new social space is really cool. Like just running around in the reef is nice. Uh, the new heroic or just the new public events in general are cool. There's two new ones. There's a cryopod where a cryopod will fall from space. You fight off some waves of enemies and then a guy will show up. And the way to make that heroic is after he starts like a little electricity field on the ground, the cryopod will start like venting out. And if you shoot the vents, these orbs of like cryo energy, I guess, uh, will pop out and you can pick them up. And after you hit him with three, he'll freeze. Then you just have to capture him like by standing next to him and fight off enemies. That's it's pretty a pretty cool. easy one. It's, it's, it goes pretty yeah. well. So. It is easier than the ether tank one, which is like, it took me a while to figure out how to make that one heroic. And then I feel like some people just don't care. Like they just want to get done. I haven't um, done with that, that one, yet. it's only at it's called Fourhorn Gulch. It's the first place you land. It's the only place I've seen it like start. It's okay. always the cryopod anywhere else. Okay. There are servitors that like the scorn are like taking uh, ether from, mm -hmm. and when you kill scorn, these like globs of ether will fly up in the air, and you can shoot them if you shoot all of them. And there's three waves, so you gotta shoot all the ether that comes out. Uh, it'll make it heroic okay. and it actually summons a baron that you can fight Ooh. uh so that's very cool uh, but i like those um new supers okay so which one did you pick on your warlock i'm on my arc and so i got the the beam. super beam of yeah. death it's kind of like how you like it seems it? like moira's coalescence it just like shoots out um yeah i wish it lasted longer I think with that one, cool. you can actually turn it off. Um, like, Cody, you don't want to. You, don't you were supposed to say that's what she said. I was setting you up, and you just completely missed it. So I'm it's sorry. Fine. It's fine. I'm so um, sorry. No, that that's interesting. I guess if you can turn it on and off, I don't know how to. do I think that. you can. I think they've said. I think you just gotta hit it again. Uh, so Weird. you can like if there's something around, you can conserve super huh. energy. Well, that's. Um, I'm gonna have to try that out. But I mean, it's okay. It's cool. I mean, it does. It's devastating if you can get a bunch of enemies right there. It's good for a distance. Nice. Um, okay. I I was confused by the the solar one because it seems like it's more it's just like healing and buffing. Like it doesn't seem like it damages enemies yeah. unless I'm reading it it's, wrong. Um, no, no, you're you're correct. It's the solar one for warlock is like a uh, support yeah. uh, super almost. Like they're kind of gone back to that. Like in Destiny one, that was a thing where like uh, titans with the dome like would give a buff called like weapons of light where like weapons did more damage. Okay. Um, I think they've taken that and kind of given it to the warlocks with this because okay. you get like a, you get both a healing rift and an empowering rift, but it's like huge mm. and like does a lot. You like pretty much are invincible in it. Um, cool. So I'm sure that'd be good for like nightfalls and yeah, that might be the next one I try to get, but what did you get? Uh, so I chose for sunbreaker, which gave me the giant hammer. And I was like, I really hope I'm not disappointed. I was not disappointed. Uh, similar thing. I do wish it lasted longer. That's what she said. <laughs> See, okay, feel better. Um, so with that, you get a giant flaming hammer, and you can ground slam. And if you ground slam, you send forward a fire tornado, and it'll keep traveling until it hits something, and then it explodes. Um, this sounds awesome. And if you do your uh r1 or your light attack with the hammer you hit something and if you hit it you like push off of it with enough momentum that you just start spinning to win 
and you just spin endlessly as long as you keep hitting things. And with a boss who has a ton of health, you hit it and you keep hitting it and you're just spinning around for the oh, entire duration. Oh shit. I cannot and wait for so Goose nice. to get that into Guardians. That's going to be fantastic. I'm super excited. Nice. Um, and the other like cool part about it is your melee. You get a ranged melee where you actually throw a hammer as if you're Thor, but it's like one of the Sunbreaker hammers, and you can pick go and pick it up. Nice. And like part of the talent tree is if every time you pick it up, you regen health. So it's really nice for clearing ads, and if you're also taking damage, you pick it up and you start getting health. Like so, like nice. if I'm in a pinch, I can throw it on the ground and it like bounces back up and picks me up. Um, that's really nice. And then like there's a stacking buff you get called Roaring Flame, which just makes your fire damage do more. So if you can like throw it three mm -hmm. times, kill something each time, like it's gonna do a good chunk of damage that third, that fourth cool. time you throw it. I've found out how to get more supers it seems like it's gonna be a nice challenge though so once Let's, you get there we'll talk about yeah, it yeah yeah can we talk about how you get your first one or should that be a surprise um let that be a surprise because okay. it's kind of cool let me just it is pretty cool but let me just say it took me a really really long time to figure out that was how i was getting my new super it's like wow. I was like I don't know why it took so long, and then like last night I was playing with Jessica, and as soon as something happened, she's like, "Oh, is this how we get our new super?" And I'm like, "It took me like two hours after this to figure that out." And I'm like, "God, I feel <laughs> stupid right now." So, so yeah, but it's really cool, and it's it's awesome. I highly recommend getting a new super just because that experience is yeah. different. And like it generally seems like a lot of people love the new supers. Like I've been seeing a lot of gameplay of like. For the hunter, the uh, blade barrage, the one that mm -hmm. Kade does in the fight. Um, Alejandro was playing with that. He said he really liked it. Um, the arc titan one where you're pretty much just like Superman flying around oh. and smashing into people. That's cool. um, I've seen people are in love with that. So it's good that these are getting well received. Because um, yeah. I'm sure I was kind of worried. I was like, oh, God, I'm sure someone's going to find something to complain about with this. Um <laughs> There's a bunch of other changes that came with this, like the introduction of triumphs and collections. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, there are some titles, like we talked about last week, um, connected to the triumphs. And I think I've found one that I'm going to go for. Um, so hopefully it doesn't, doesn't kill me, but Which I'm going to do it. Which one? It's a, it's a spoiler. <laughs> okay. Um, so right. I can't, can't tell you that one yet. Okay. Um, cool. It's, I'm excited. Like, it's... There's so much to do. Yeah. And like just when you think there's so much to do, they give you more to do. <laughs> because like things are just popping out of anywhere. Like this is not spoilery, but if you dismantle something, you have a chance of getting a scrapper bounty. Yeah. Which is a bounty you get for destroying something. And I was like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. Um It's so like it's crazy with the bounties. Like everybody has bounties for you now. And last week we were talking about how they had changed the milestones. So like you, once you got your, once you finished it, like your reward just popped. You didn't get Ingrams anymore. Mm -hmm. um, and so I was like, it's great because you don't have to go to the tower 
now afterwards. But what you don't think about is you have to go to the tower beforehand. Because now, anytime you're going to do something, you need to go and pick up your bounties from whoever you need to before you go and do something. So it's not actually saving you a trip. You just have to do it before rather than after, which I say is worse because before you were just going and doing your thing and it was fine. Now you're like, oh, I have to remember to do this. I'm not going to remember to do this. I did a strike today. Did I remember to go get my bounties first? No. I was so pissed. Uh, I mean, I you don't always have to do bounties. But I mean, you might as well. If you're going mean, to do something, you might as well get these bounties. One small complaint I do have is their change to clan XP. Oh, it is now all tied to bounties. I'm so pissed about that. Garbage. And like we have a very small clan, which if you'd like to join, you can go to Bungie.com and look up Keycard Guardians, and we are awesome. It's Bungie.net, but whatever. What did I say? Bungie.com? I'm yeah, Um uh and so the only way you can get clan xp now it's not by doing activities like before you had like a, a weekly calf you could get uh now it's you have to do the challenges which is to do bounties through hawthorne and like i'm just saying hawthorne's got some shit bounties like she it's all like three freaking bounties two of them are for crucible and i hate crucible um once you beat the campaign three okay. weekly bounties also unlock so are they in yeah the daily ones yeah, I think there is one. So I'm just like, no, don't like it. Um, but yeah, I don't. And I, I think they've like people have been on the subreddit complaining about that. So I think they, they've heard that and they're going to work on it. Okay. Um, I, I don't know. Like, I think like still have like you can do that, like have the bounties, but like still give the 5000 XP yeah. a week because like, for smaller clans like who don't have a lot of people, it's going to be impossible to level up. And yeah. there are triumphs connected to that. So like. That's the thing. Yeah. I'm like, I think the first DLC drops in December, so like we don't have a lot of time to level up. <laughs> um, um, also, I'll just say, um, like I said before, like you don't get your Ingrams to go decrypt anymore. So the Cryptarch, whose whole job was to decrypt Ingrams, apparently he doesn't have a real job anymore because there's no Ingrams for him to decrypt. So what he does is he can recycle your shaders. Are you are you telling yeah. me that I'm making an incorrect statement if I finish the campaign? Yes. Okay. Something something comes up at the end of the campaign. Okay. So I guess it, he's gives, just, him, it gives him a job. He's so taking don't worry, a vacation. Rahul is safe. Rahul <laughs> is safe. Don't uh, worry. No, but what's cool? So he will recycle your shaders now. So if you have a bunch of shaders that you don't like, you can recycle them. You get glimmer. Sometimes you get legendary shards. Sometimes you get bright dust, depending on I guess when you got the shader. Um, and then also all the shaders that you've ever had are in your collections now. And so if there's one that you liked, but you've used up and you can't get it back, you can just go and buy more of it straight out of your collections, which I think is really cool. Um, one other thing that I'm really upset with, if they were doing all of these freaking updates, I don't know why they couldn't do an update where you can dismantle a stack of things all at once. All of your mods are bad now. Yeah. They're useless. You have to dismantle them. You have to do them one by one. If you have a stack of 17 mods, you have to dismantle that thing 17 times. I'm like, please, God, just just let me disable, dismantle the whole stack. Why, why in all of the updates did you not make that one? That would have made people so happy. So I was pissed about that. I mean, it, it did take a year for us to get to dismantle five shaders at a time. So, yeah. Um <laughs> Trust yeah. me, I went to the vault and I had 300 
of like some stupid freaking shader I don't use, and I spent like a good thirty minutes just dismantling um, shaders. Oh my god! Um, I haven't really like messed around with the collection thing. Like I don't think that's like I, I like the triumphs over the collection yeah. collecting things. Um, I do think it's cool that like um, I don't know how correct this is, but I have been reading it a lot. Where if you have a gun that you really liked from year one, you can bring it out from the collections and it'll actually be higher light. Um, uh, so that's kind of cool. I've seen a bunch of people saying that they've been doing that with like exotics and stuff. So that's I worth it checking work into. Stuff. Yeah. Um, that might be better than just trying to infuse something up. Just get rid of it and then go buy it from the collection. Yeah, because I'm sure pulling something from the collection would just probably cost like glimmer or something. No, it's probably um, going to cost resources oh. too because everything costs fucking resources. I'd hope they raise the glimmer cap to like a million. Seriously. Like, the cost of everything is so high, but um Well, it's it's yeah, because like you get your cap and then you're not accruing anymore, but then like you're just doing a few little things and all of a sudden you're down to like fifty thousand glimmer. It's like you it just goes really fast. So they really do need to raise that. Yeah. Let's end it by talking about a positive thing before we move on to some news that's connected to this. There's a lost sector. Oh my god. <laughs> and it plays fucking the best music. Yes. So Sam had mentioned this to me and I was like, oh, I wonder where it's at. So I was just checking out lost sectors. I was like, whatever, I'll just look into some. So the first one I walk into, you walk through this door and you just hear it's a fucking banjo playing. Banjo. You're like, What's going on? Um, and there's all these like uh, fallen in there. It's like a cantina. Just having like a little. It's the fucking yeah, it's like cantina. A cantina. They're having a good time. The music switches. It plays different kinds of music. Um, and like Ale there's songs with like full on lyrics. Like Alejandro told me that apparently Paul McCartney wrote a song for Destiny One, and yeah, and apparently it was really bad. And that's one of the songs that plays. Um, Okay. So it's really cool. cool. So you, you come up here, you look in the window, you can see all this going in here. You're like, man, this looks so awesome. I want to go check this out. You go over, there's a bouncer at the door. Guess what? He's 480 light. You're not getting yeah. in there until you're leveled up. So I still haven't been in there. Have you actually been in it? Yes. So I okay. actually went through it and like you actually get to mess, like you actually get to change the song. Like after you defeat that room, you change oh, the you song. Do, you have to kill everybody which... in there? Yeah. Oh, I thought um, we thought maybe you could just hang out and have fun. No, you have to kill everybody. Okay. And then you okay. change the song, and uh -huh. apparently you change it to a song no one likes because more bad guys are running at you, and it's hilarious. <laughs> That's awesome. I can't wait to get in there. So. Um, but yeah, yeah. I, was, I walked around the corner and heard the banjo playing, and I was like, what? <laughs> that was That's awesome. so great. Um, oh, man. But yeah, so Forsaken looking really good i'm glad to have something to do every time i get in there like just last night i, I was like well i, I want to do something to get some powerful gear i was checking out my daily challenges and it's like hey go do a strike so i was like all right doing a strike whatever yeah. um so a little bit of news that ties into this bungie has announced the bungie rewards program and there's a current offer going so what this is is they're going to offer physical slash digital rewards yeah. for things you do in Bungie games. I feel like they're going to eventually tie this into other games they're releasing because they are working on other games. Uh, but right now it's all Dusky stuff. And maybe what we won't have saying? to pay for these unlike the last time where we had to work really hard to get the privilege to pay our own money to buy a shirt? No, I believe these are free. Um, all of them? 
Hopefully. I Hopefully. mean, if it's like, get this Cade Sick action figure and pay $6, I'll pay, pay $6 yeah. for an action figure. Yeah, that's, um, that's fair. So the first reward is the uh, digital soundtrack for Forsaken. And boy, <laughs> is it good. Like, those really songs good. are really nice. It's so good, you um, guys. All Destiny music is good, even that banjo. So you're probably like, well, why would I, like, why does this matter? Like, technically it's free. All you have to do is sign up for the rewards program. Mm-hmm. And if you beat the Forsaken campaign by the end of September, so you have a month, you get the soundtrack for free. Mm-hmm. And if that wasn't good enough, you get two bonus tracks versus paying $10 and buying it from the store. Granted, if you buy it from the store, you get an emblem, whatever. Nobody cares about an emblem. But so. two bonus tracks. Um, I'm not sure what those bonus tracks are. They didn't They're say. Probably the banjo track. If they may be the banjo track, good point. That'd be awesome. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I think this is really cool because, yeah. like, I mean, it's, I guess it like if this is like, hey, if you complete the raid uh, by October, the end of October, like, we'll send you a poster. That'd be nice. I would be down for that. That's cool. Um, just you know, I, I th- there's a lot to work with here, and it's nice mm-hmm. that like Bungie wants to give back to the community, like. Uh, like they're glad people are stuck with them, so this is their way of paying us back, and I'm, I'm that's good with me. So yeah, what do I'm you excited think about, about Sam? It. I'm so excited. excited well, because you know I love the Destiny Two soundtrack. Like sometimes yeah. at work, I'll just like sit and listen to it while I'm working. Yeah, because it's nice. Um, I so. I loaded up the uh, Destiny One soundtrack for Rise of Iron like mm-hmm. about a month ago, and I was just like, ah, these were the days. <laughs> uh, <laughs> But yeah, I think this is really cool. Um, I'm interested to see what they do next with it. Uh, hopefully, it's not like one of those rewards programs where they only do something like twice a year. Because I have joined rewards programs where that's a thing. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I think they're starting strong with giving a full soundtrack out. That's really yeah. nice of them. So it's really cool. Good job, Bungie. Also, last week we mentioned some shirts that they brought to PAX. Um, those are actually in the store now. What's up? I also last week we completely forgot <clears throat> something very important for all of you. Um, if you have PS Plus, you can get Destiny 2, the base game, for free right now through the month of September. So it's a great time to get into it. Warning, you're probably going to like it and then you're going to want to buy these DLCs. So, but yeah, you can get into it for and free right now. <clears throat> currently on the PS Store, I don't know if it's ended or it will may have ended by the time you hear this. Uh, but if you if it's still going on, definitely get them. The DLCs are $10 each, um, and you do have to own both of those in order to play Forsaken. So if you're like, want to get Forsaken, you do need to have those. That's Curse of Osiris and Warmind are the two that you can get for $10 each. Because technically, Forsaken's a DLC too, so that's kind of misleading. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, All right. Next up in news, uh, so Super Smash Bros. Ultimate is going to have some demos and some best buys around the country. Oh my god, Cody, that's awesome. Let's go do it. Let's go try these out. Let's do it. Yeah, it's going to be great, right? No, sadly not. Um, Sadly, there are none near Sam or me. (laughs) So um, it's just, I mean, it sucks. Like, I feel like you could have put it in a couple more bets. Like, at least one Best Buy in every state, maybe. Maybe. I don't think it would be that hard. Um, I don't think so. Although, I mean, Um, it's probably really going to disrupt the store a lot because, like, there's probably going to be, like, tons of people just coming to play this game. It's going to be chaos. There's going to be some Super Smash Bros. Ultimate tournaments in in Best Buy, and they're going to be like, no, guys, like, you're not going to leave. Move along. It's enough. But it's cool that they're doing this. Yeah, it's really nice. Like, once again, like, last week we talked about it's nice when there's a demo Mm -hmm. out. Yeah. Maybe 
if there was one around me, if I went and tried it, I'd be like, okay, no, this is not for me, actually. But I don't think that's going to happen. It, no, I'm going to love this game <laughs> And, and so to much. be honest, if there was one by me, I probably still wouldn't go because I don't want to be around all those people. <laughs> so Good point. Uh, I'm sure there's going to be like some sweaty guy playing it all day, every day. <laughs> no offense to you sweaty people. I'm also a sweaty person. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's really nice with Nintendo. Glad they're doing that. Hopefully, maybe they'll bring it to some other stores uh, eventually. Yeah. Or maybe it'll be something that they do for other games in the future, too. Just to yeah. get some more excitement about them. All right. I think that's it, Sammy. We're done, right? That's not, that's, that was all the news we had. I don't right? know. I think there's nothing, just like, nothing, nothing big happened for you like one at all. Little, one little thing I just want to mention real quick. Um, so THQ Nordic, which has a history of buying IPs that are dead, uh, announced that they have bought that. Well, they bought 38 Studios, which is the name of the studio. Uh, not as I when I first read, I thought they had purchased 38 studios, not 36, not 37, 38. I'm like, that's a lot of studios to purchase. No, no, no. It's the name <laughs> of one studio. It's named 38 Studios. And their claim to fame is they made Kingdoms of Amalur Reckoning, which, as you know, I love that game. It's It was on my top 25 games of our lives list. Um, so... That's really exciting. Who knows what's going to happen? I mean, ideally, they're not going to pay money to buy something and then not do something with it. Um, so it's possible that they'll make just a remaster of it. There's possible that they'll make a whole new game. Apparently, before 38 Studios shut down, they'd been working on um, an MMO version of the game, I guess. So it's possible like that they'll work on that or something. That's there's cool. there's no telling what's going to happen. Just there's a possibility out there in the world now, which is really exciting because, I mean, once a studio closes, you're like, well, that's the end of that game. We're never going to see anything more from yeah. it. Um, so I'm really excited. I mean, Kingdoms of Amalur Reckoning was just perfect as is. Like, I just played it not too long ago on Xbox 360, and it held up, and it was fantastic. And, like, I'm not one of those that, like, worries about, like, some something new running something old. Like, it's always going to mm. be its perfect version there. And anything new that we get, it's just going to be exciting. And if it's not good, then that's like, meh, that's fine. I've still got the original that I love, but it's just, you know, we could get something really awesome. So I'm excited about that. I don't know. I remember seeing this pop up on my Twitter feed and I was swore I could hear you screaming all the way <laughs> from your house. Just like, yeah. Well, our friend Andy uh, messaged me about it to let me know. Cause like I hadn't seen it. I was, you know, I was remiss because I wasn't following THQ Nordic on Twitter, but I am now cause I don't want to miss this kind of important information that happens. But yeah, thank you for Andy to, to bringing the good news to me. It made my day. So. Yeah. And like, Shout out to TSQ Nordic. I know they get a lot of shit for like uh, constantly buying properties to old <laughs> games, but like, I don't know. I, I think like Darksiders 3 has a lot of hype behind it, and like, they yeah. seem to be doing pretty good, so good for them. And I'm excited about their Biomutant game that's coming out at some point, which might be next year, probably now, but who knows? I think, yeah, but I think so. <laughs> it's, it's fine. Um, but yeah, and I mean, maybe they're just like stockpiling all of this, and then like, all of a sudden one year, they're just going to be like, Bam, here's everything you ever wanted. And it'll be fantastic. You never know. Yeah. So I mean, those retro style games, like not retro, but like older series games are mm -hmm. coming back in the style. Like yeah. they're making a comeback. So 
That's good. Yeah. So good for them. Good for them. Good for us. Good for everybody. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I think we got time for one quick question. Okay. So let's do it. Our good friend Megs sent in. If you could have any game remastered with today's graphics, what would you choose? And she had mentioned that she was getting her Pokemon game, so she had a different answer. So, Sam, what was that answer? Um, she said, I would love a Zelda Oracle of Ages remake. I freaking love that game. To be honest with you, I'm not familiar no with idea that what that game is. Yeah, I don't know what that game is. We've had this question for a while, so I've had plenty of time where I could have Googled that. But, I mean... Yeah. I mean, you know, um, it seems like it was one of those really old Zelda games, um, <laughs> like before Ocarina of Time. And so it's we probably... just pissed off a bunch of Zelda fans because they're probably like, no, no, it was after it was after <laughs> and Breath of the Wild is the great. I'm sorry, I'm just messing with you. People I mean, to be to be fair, there's like a ton of wonderful Zelda games. The only ones I'm familiar with are Ocarina of Time, Twilight Princess and Breath of the Wild. <laughs> So, yeah. yeah, everything else is like, well, you know, that's that's great. Good for you guys who like Zelda. <laughs> um, <laughs> this was a bad question to do. We were getting ourselves into trouble here. <laughs> uh, our friend Byron said Parasite Eve for the PS1. Any idea what this was? We really should have Googled no? at least one of we these games. At least one of these. I mean, we know, I know some of them. I've heard so of hard. Parasite Eve. Um so basically, what this game is, um, you're playing as this character Wait, named Wait, time Eve. out real quick. Are you making shit up right now, or do you actually know? Well, I mean, why don't you just let me talk and then okay. see what you think, okay? Um, right. So you play as Eve, who is this human-insect hybrid who happens to be a parasite, and it's a side-scroller um, action-adventure so you go and instead of like fighting people, basically you're just trying to like get a good jump on them and then like you drain them because you're a parasite and so you need to take their energy to power yourself. And the interesting thing, the interesting mechanic behind this is that like your life meter, like your health doesn't go down. Like if you get hit by an enemy, it doesn't matter. You're pretty tough. You're fine. But like your health meter is just constantly decaying and because because you're a parasite and you need to keep sucking the life out of enemies to power yourself. So it's a really intense game. Um, I highly recommend it. You guys should check it out. What do you what do you think? This is this is our new segment called Is It Real or Is It Bullshit? <laughs> um, and I'm going to say it's bullshit. Wouldn't it be awesome, though, if we think it's bullshit, but then it turns out it's right? It could be right. We don't I even know. I mean, I could be spot Byron. on. Byron will have Byron, to ask and, and find out what this game is actually about. So, okay. Uh, um, Alejandro said, hmm, that's tough. If I could cheat, it would be Goldeneye and Shadow Man, both from the Nintendo 64. Um, I, I mean, Goldeneye was a really good game. Did you ever play that one? Yeah. I like oh that. hell yeah! Yeah, that was like a. It was one where I was first getting into kind of shooters and like it was kind of revolutionary for me. Although I played it on Wii, not Nintendo sixty four. Um, why don't you? I played my brother in that game all the time, and he always killed me. So oh. yeah. Um, uh, Shadow Man. You is tell from it, Valiant you... Comics. Oh, tell so, us about oh, that game. Tell you... Yeah, I want you so to tell me about so that in... game. So in Shadow Man, you're our Shadow Man's kind of like a necromancer, right? Oh. So he like can do like he can shoot some purple ray beams from his hands, nice. and like that's his ranged attack. But like 
it's got like a meter and like so if you drain the meter you gotta like let it build back up so then he does attacks with a staff so okay. it's a side scrolling similar to parasite eve right yeah, yeah um and so you're going through and you're fighting like zombies in a graveyard and like and you're traveling between like the shadow realm Ooh. and fighting demons and like shadow monsters um and you're using your staff and your purple ray beams from your hands uh, and like the ultimate goal is to stop the light man, defender of the day man. Okay. So sunny. No, I'm, I'm following you. Okay. No, I got it. Um, I mean, so was yeah, it supposed to be fight funny? A little bit. Okay, um, well, try harder next time. <laughs> wow. Oh. Wow. <laughs> so you get to defeat the light man with your shadow powers and your shadow hand beams. Do you just, like, um, stand in front of the sun, in front of him, and, like, cast him in shadow? <laughs> yeah, like, you just grow really big. Yeah. Um, all I know about Shadow Man is it's based on the Valiant comics. So, Sam, was that real, or was it bullshit? Um, that sounds real to me. That sounds like a fantastic game. I think we should check Thank it you. out. So. I mean, I'm not going to lie to you. That Parasite Eve game you were telling me about, like, that actually did sound pretty cool. That sounds badass, like, right? <laughs> Alright. So, our good friend Mike said... He would like to see Castlevania Symphony of the Night remastered with today's graphics, and I think a lot of people would agree with that. That seems like it'd be really yeah. cool. And we don't have to describe that, because everybody knows about Castlevania. So. Yeah. Vampires. Yeah. Netflix. Yeah. Warren Ellis. Did he write a Whip. comic? He wrote... Warren Ellis worked on the Castlevania series on Netflix. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Yeah, that's, that's really cool. cool. I was like, oh, shit. Hey, um, so he's Sam, a man of many What's one game you would have remastered with today's graphics? Do you want to guess what my answer is, Cody? It's a tough one. I'm going to go with Oregon Trail. Are you serious? Yeah, I was actually kind of serious. Oh, really? Which one? Which one are you going to go? Uh, the only the one that I've said like a million times I want remastered. Which which would be? It starts with a resident and it ends with a four. Oh, resident with four. Okay, like it's like that's that's pretty modern graphic. Oh my god, it needs a remake. Okay. Okay, reasonable. Okay. Those controls. I was thinking like super retro, like when we talk about remakes. No. So, no. Like mine. What's yours? Is Team NT Turtles in Time. Like, I think that'd be really good. Like, I think that could work. Um, but, yeah. well, I think it could work, but then I'm like, I have such a nostalgia for that game yeah. and, like, it's 8-bit stuff, so I'm like, oh, do I really want that remastered? But, like, yeah, because it'd just be super fun. Like I just said, it's the great thing. Like, you don't lose the old thing if you get a new thing. It's like, maybe the new thing's great. If it's good not, point. you still got the old thing. So, yeah. Good point. Yeah. I'm All full right. of good points. So. I think that was a pretty good episode, Sam. I think we got a lot done. We got to rave about some Destiny. Your voice got really high right there. I don't know what, why. What do you mean? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> All right. This has been the Geek Heart Games Podcast. If you would like to send us a question, you can send it to contact at geekheartgames.com. We love questions. Isn't that right, Sam? We love them, man. They're great. All right. If you would like to watch our live streams, which we have not done in a while, we'll work on it. I'm sorry. We just streamed uh, Gambit this last weekend. Oh, shit. You're right. We did. We did. Go watch that. I got to upload that. I got to upload that on YouTube. It's my bad. You better um, hurry. It'll fall off the archive. Oh, I got downloaded. Don't okay. Worry. Okay. We'll get that yeah. uploaded then. 
All right, so go to twitch.tv slash games. Give us a follow. It's nice. All right, I can't keep doing that. My throat's throat starting to hurt. Um, <laughs> if you would like to see that stream of Gambit, eventually, I'm going to get it uploaded, I swear. Um, go to uh, geekcartgames.com slash YouTube, and we greatly appreciate any uh, likes or comments you leave there. And if you could subscribe, it'd be nice. Um, if you would like to support us monetarily, you can go to geekargames.com slash shirts. And we greatly appreciate that. Yeah, appreciate that. Uh, I don't know. I appreciate, appreciate that. Uh, I was doing all the accents tonight, apparently. Um, if you would like to follow us on social media, on Facebook and Twitter, we are at geekargames.com. On Instagram, we are it's your boy we are not, Games. We are not at geekargames.com. That's... <laughs> It's been a very long night, guys. Um, Facebook and Twitter at Geekar Games. There you go. On Instagram, it's at it's your boy Geekar Games. Um, Is that a real thing? Real. You need, no, well, you need to set it. that up I've... now. You're in charge of it. You need to set that All right, up. I got you. It's your boy. Don't worry. Um, <laughs> we do ask if you enjoy what you're listening to and our wild shenanigans of if is it real or is it bullshit um if you leave a review on itunes or any podcast service you use it really helps it gets a podcast out there to more people um real quick mission for any listeners who want to write in and just give us the name of a game it doesn't have to be a real game just a name of a game and we'll tell you what that game's about we'll do it it'd be a fun segment i'm real excited about it okay so am i forgetting anything I don't think so. I don't think so either. It's your boy Geekhart Games. Um, I am at Cody on Twitter. I am at S K S U V A K on Twitter. Yeah. Uh, just before we sign off, just want to say thank you guys for listening. The past couple episodes, you know, we appreciate it. We've noticed a little bit of a rise in the listeners, so yeah. thank you guys for listening. If you've been there from the beginning, we love you even more. Get together, new people. I'm just kidding. <laughs> you guys rock. We love you. All right, Sam. Take it away. We are just two geeks who heart Cade. And now we would like to have a moment of silence. For Cade. For Cade.